This is The Farm Show on KCLR with Matt O'Keefe. Brought to you with thanks to tierlawnfarmlife.com. You're very welcome to The Farm Show. The number you'll have uh, no problem remembering because we'll repeat it time and time again tonight is 56 Two two three because it's the launch of the Farm Show auction. We'll talk to guests in studio later on in the evening. So many of those, George, perennial contributors to the to the auction. Exactly, it's, it's exactly. great to see it. So so much loyalty yes. and so much willingness to give at this time. Yes, and, and and to everyone who has contributed, a very very big thank you. I know every time I ring you around this time of the year, you know bad news is down the line. I'm looking for something, uh, but uh, thanks very much to everyone. And Matt, we'll be back with an update. Thank you. That's a promise. That's a promise from George, not a threat. Meanwhile, the show goes on. Uh, we're joined in studio by Jim Crook of uh, uh, Law Pro, and we'll get him to, to explain that acronym in a moment, and by Matthew Mylan of Tierland. Deirdre, Deirdre Glynn was to be with us. She's a bit under the weather, so we wish her well in that regard, and uh, she'll, be, she'll have her voice back, let's say, for Christmas anyway. That's for sure. Jim Crook, I, I, I mentioned Law Pro. Better explain what it is to those who are not familiar with it. Good evening to you and your listeners, Matt, and thanks for having me back on the show. So LawPro stands for the Local Authority Waters Programme. So it's a shared service on behalf of 31 local authorities on a national scale. Um, we're divided into five regions uh, within the country. I'm based in the southeast. I'm one of six catchment scientists, and our team is headed up by Ruth Hennessy, our catchments manager. And this is designed specifically for what purpose? The purpose of, well, I suppose LawPro, to go back to the basics, there's two sides of the house. LawPro, when it started out in 2016, was actually known as LawCo, the Local Community Waters Office. So as a statutory requirement of the Water Framework Directive, um, we had to have community engagement, and that's what it was started up for. In 2018, then, the, the scientists came on board, and I'm one of 32 scientists within the country. So what we do, Matt, is we look at priority area actions. A priority area action is an area of um, a catchment or a sub-catchment that is not meeting water quality standards. And it is our job to go into those catchments or sub-catchments and identify exactly what is the problem. When we find an issue, uh, be it forestry, sediment, agriculture, urban wastewater, we then make referrals and recommendations, mitigation measures to revert and correct those issues. And we'll get into the details and the data that's coming from all this uh, research uh, in, in a few minutes. But I want to introduce our second panellist, uh, Matthew Moylan of Tierlon. Tierlon's involvement in this whole process. Hi, Matt, and good evening to all your listeners. And as Jim said, thanks for having us back here again. Um, I suppose following on from Jim... Um, I work um, under the umbrella of the under the ASAP program, so it's the Agricultural Sustainability Support and Advisory Program. So I suppose from a tier lawn perspective, we have six advisors on the ground working hand in glove with our suppliers um, on a daily basis um, on on the water quality. And I suppose as Jim said, he he gives referrals um, for certain issues that he may find within the catchments where he where he's working. And I suppose on the the agricultural uh, referral would come to the, to the likes of my, myself or, or Deirdre that you mentioned previously, and we'd we'd give a visit to the farmers and we're working we're working with with the farmers um, every, uh, um, on an ongoing basis every day. 
and hugely important for Tierland from a reputational point of view. They're a, they're a food producer, obviously, and from for farmers uh, who, who want to conserve water and 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 improve the quality of it. And also, of course, in the background now we have this uh, nitrates uh, derogation reduction, which is impacting. But it's very much in everyone's interest, Matthew, that uh, that we we do this work and 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 we make improvements. Yes, it, it definitely is, Matt. And I suppose you know we have all these. Um you know, 2030 and 2050, we've a lot of, of different deadlines, but I think water quality is the here and now. As you spoke about the nitrate derogation, you know, there's already after being a cut to the to the overall stocking rates in certain areas. So I suppose we all need to probably put the shoulder to the wheel now for the next two years um, to try and secure that that derogation and secure what we have. Jim, I know your grouping has a, has a, a remit, a responsibility across the region, but let's let's dive down into a, a specific areas. Uh, what's happening, say, around Kilkenny? Well, one of the PAs that I work in is the Brega PAA. So the, it's it's basically three water bodies. The water bodies are broken up between the ten, the twenty, and the thirty. So the ten is obviously the headwaters of the catchment. It's a very interesting catchment, Matt. Um, and as we spoke about it before, so basically the. Um, the rivers are mapped out through topography and contour lines. So basically when we go out into the field, we have to identify, is that the case? Sometimes, and in the, I suppose, with the Brega, it, it's not the case. We've actually discovered that um, through Matthew and myself um, out farm walking, we've discovered that there's one, one section of the river that doesn't flow into Kilkenny. It goes, actually, it's diverted off by the back of the Millennium Wood and goes down into the Inishnag. There's another part known as the Drillings Town, and that comes down by the back of, I think it's Castle Blunden over there. But it actually goes to a swallow hole. So um, Kilkenny is sitting on limestone rock, and we have karst features in that, such as enclosed depressions and, again, swallow holes. There's plenty of them. So um, it's it's a very interesting catchment. Yeah, just It just strikes me that... There's such a range of soils alone that there's bound to be... More um, vulnerable soils, uh, shale, sand, um, inchland, whatever. Have you noticed that in, in in your in your research that there are more vulnerable soils and areas? Absolutely, Matt. And one of the biggest things for a catchment scientist is to understand um, the pathways of how nutrients, if they're getting away, are getting away. So, especially when we look at free draining soils, nitrogen uh, goes through free free draining soils. So it leaches out and it leaches approximately at a rate of about one centimetre per day. Um, and I suppose then when we look at um, phosphorus then, phosphorus then travels across the ground in wet soil. So it doesn't bind. So that's why then when we are making referrals, if we had a nitrate area, what we would do is we would look at the concentrations within the river from the samples that we look at. We'd probably take uh, maybe three or four samples over the year, get an average concentration, and then we can work out then a load reduction requirement for that area. And then on that, then we highlight those uh, most vulnerable areas for nitrate or phosphate, and then we refer it over to Deirdre and, and Matt. And I assume then, let's park soil for a moment, I, I assume there are uh, times of the year when there are not times of the year, there are weather events or weather conditions that are more conducive to leaching and so on. Absolutely, and I think uh, the farming community is is definitely um, definitely up again when it comes to weather, Matt, because, you know, we're, we're getting more 
concentrated rain um, and it's you know the weather might predict look we have a light shower of rain and a lad's going out with a slurry tank and all of a sudden it's a downpour and he's losing the nutrients and it's getting away then into the river so yeah it, it it's quite difficult Matthew time for one more question before George troops in through that door and hugs the rest of the time until the ad break Nothing, I assume, could happen with co- without cooperation, the cooperation of business people, private uh, d- dwellers a- and farmers, most obviously. Yes, so Matt, I suppose this whole programme, the ASA programme, uh, was designed to have everybody working together. So, like Jim said, you know, he often gives us referrals and, as he alluded to, you know, the different soils and that kind of thing in the area. So when we go out on farm, we use these these maps that are available to us called pollution impact potential maps. And we're able to, you know, kind of distinguish the certain areas, the riskier areas within the catchments. So I suppose when we're out on farm, we, you know, there could be two different problems on, on, on different farms. Like, you know, we say from the dry, free draining soils and there could be heavier areas. So I suppose these pollution impact potential maps can, can give us a, a good idea of where we need to put in the mit- mitigation measures. And there's cooperation towards that end by by everybody involved, including the farmers. Exactly, yeah. yeah. The Farm Show on KCLR with Matt O'Keefe. Brought to you by TierlawnFarmLife.com. Now, this is, as you're probably aware by now, the Lions Club Farm Show auction uh, this week and next week. And the all-important number to get your bids in for all those items that George listed out, and we'll do so again, 0567796223. Meanwhile, in studio, we have uh, Jim Croke of uh, LawPro and Matthew Mylan of Tierlon. Matthew, um, this is an issue I, I discuss regularly with your colleague Thomas Ryan, who uh, comes on, on the farm show. It's the uh, sustainability action payment, and as I say to him, it's in, an indicator of the co-op putting its money where its mouth is. Yes, Matt. So I suppose we were we were talking previously about water quality measures, and I suppose within our sustainability action action payment, there, there's a list of eighteen measures. Where farmers, um, you know, they, t- they, they take off seven measures that are taken on their farms to secure a half a centiliter um, for for next year. And I suppose you know, fencing water courses and having the the an ASAP, uh, water quality remediation plan in place will be two of the measures um, within that. I suppose there's other measures there, you know, likes of um, nutrient management planning, um, you know, receding with clover, you know, actions there, Matt, that 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 a lot of farmers are doing anyway. And, you know, they may as well get the, the money when it's there. Um, I suppose, you know, it's worth on average about €3,000 um, per supplier. So I'd encourage all suppliers that haven't uh, filled out the, the sustainability action payment for this year to log on to their Tier Lawn Farm Life account and uh, get, get cracking on it, I suppose. And apart from the environmental benefits, there's, as far as I can see, in none of them is there a, a negative economic in- impact on the farm. That the, They're all positive. No, exactly, Matt. There's, there's co-benefits. So I suppose specifically here tonight we're talking about water quality, uh, but coming from the sustainability action payment, there's co-benefits for, for, for nearly all the measures, um, being environmental and, and economic. Jim, uh, back to you because I, uh, I've long said that, you know, actions are only as good as the results. You have seen improvements in specific areas and specific waterways in terms of water quality. Yeah, absolutely. And, and keeping it, um, to the Brega catchment. Um, we've done a lot of work in the headwaters of the catchment. We've got down into the se- middle section of the catchment. And I suppose we're planned now in next summer then to get into the, the final section, which will be a lot of urban areas. But yeah. So what we're seeing is we've, we've looked at the, um, we've looked at the areas for free draining soil and we've looked at the areas then for 
poor drain and soil and we've made recommendations around that. So um, Matthew and Deirdre have done great work uh, in the farming community and on farms um, to, to remediate these issues and we are thankfully seeing um, a positive result from it and a, and a very big buy-in as well. Yeah, and that's hugely important not only I would suggest for the environment but even for, for confidence in everyone involved that yeah I'm taking actions and they're having a positive impact and, and we're making progress. Absolutely Matt, yeah, absolutely. Tell me it just strikes me um, the impact, and Matthew was talking about fencing off waterways and so on the impact, if any, of riparian measures, of, of, of planting trees along some, some waterways and, you know, they don't have to be the big rivers, but streams and that. Is, is it useful? It is useful, Matt, but it's what we, could, we refer to as having the right measure in the right place at the right time. So it's not as if we want to, you know, I suppose we, we'd like to see a water course fenced off from the, from the edge at least a metre back, you know, to give some riparian zone, some connectivity for biodiversity and interlinkage. But I suppose, um, yeah, I suppose it, it, it's down to, the way we look at it from a catchment science point of view is we spoke of, um, let's if we stick with phosphorus, which is overland flow, we might find what's known as a critical source area. So that critical source area, the water runs across the ground. It's a delivery. It runs through a a delivery point and it usually pinches in at one, one individual or two individual points. So what we would do is we would put a measure in place at that area, depending on the size, depending on the slope. We might say we might want a, a semicircle of maybe with a 20 meter radius on that. And we might suggest then that that might be in a meadow situation as opposed to permanent grass. Uh, or intensive grassland. That then, the idea is that that uh, meadowed area then will slow down the nutrients and uptake the nutrients. Um, that area then can be cut then at the back end of the year and baled and fed then, say, dry stock or whatever the case may be uh, and allowed to rejuvenate then next year. Yeah, I, w- I would suggest that, uh, Matthew, um, we live in a, a, a temperate climate on, on, on the edge of the Atlantic. We get plentiful rainfall, no extreme variations except for the odd outbursts now, uh, downpour and that kind of thing. But uh, it's nevertheless challenging because you don't have a, an absolute recipe of, of remediation. You know, as you say, it's particular measures for particular areas. Exactly, Matt. So it's, as Jim said, and I alluded to earlier, you know, the right measure in the right place and the use of these PIP maps, the pollution impact potential maps, and like what Jim said there, you know, these critical source areas. So when we're using the maps, we can see these flow paths and these critical points and entry points where, where water is potentially flowing across the landscape and entering a water body at a particular point. And I suppose when I'm on farm, I'll always, you know, I'll, 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 I'll go with the farmer to these, these points that are highlighted on the map and we'll try and implement the measures in the right place. From the perspective of farmers, particularly, you know, those that may be more heavily stocked, more intensive or that, um, sometimes, you know, they get all the criticism and they begin to think, you know, ah, we, we may as well pack up and say goodbye to it. That's not the case, Jim. I'm delighted you brought that up, Matt, um, because at the end of the day, the way we look at it is we speak of all the different pressures within the catchment. But the most important thing to get across is that pressure does not equal impact. So as a catchment scientist, what we do is we follow the source pathway receptor model. So the receptor in our case is always the river. So where does the source? Is it coming from a farm? Is it coming from a field? Is it is it um, diffuse or is it point or whatever the case may be? We have to identify a path. We have to have science behind it. And then we refer that over. So the key is pressure does not equal impact. Yeah. And, and ultimately, I, I'm putting words in your mouth now. Perhaps you can correct me or not. They... 
the aim and ambition is not to close down farms or to impact on economic viability. It's it's just to improve, stabilise and improve water quality. To stabilise and improve water quality, absolutely, Matt. But I think that as well, from what we're doing, and I suppose as your listeners will agree, that there's a... a the input costs in farms, and I'm a hobbyist farmer as well, the input costs in farms is, is, is rising quite significantly in the last few years. So when we look at putting these measures in, we're identifying, you know, wet, wet soils, you know, you don't need to spread phosphorus on that. The likes of that, you know, you need to spread straight nitrogen or stuff. And that's where the ASAP crew come involved with all of that. And at the end of the day, it's saving money to the farmer. And that's what we're trying to do as well. Right, after the break. The Farm Show on KCLR with Matt O'Keefe. Brought to you by TierlawnFarmLife.com. KCLR Mart Report. Sponsored by Kilkenny Livestock Mart. Mart Serving the farming community for over 60 years. This is live radio for you, ladies and gentlemen. Another sizzling trade today, 100%. Would you believe 100% clearance? That rarely happens. Heifer ring saw an increase of about 80 per head. Uh, I'd say in the bullock ring, there was an increase of 40 to 80 per head, uh, per head, helped by the presence of Northern Ireland buyers. And uh, now 600 kilo plus bullocks range from uh, 225 to 326 per kilo, 1360 to 2100 euro per head, 5 to 600 kilo bullock from 2 euro to 315 per kilo. That's 1070 to 1820 per head with a 4 to 5 100 kilo bullock from 190 to 337 per kilo, 640 to 1550 per head. Under 400 kilo price range here, 180 to 345 per kilo, 450 to 1310 per head. In the cow division, now the cows were sold on Tuesday and will be until um, uh, next year. Uh, the Frisian cull cows range from 80 cent to uh, 2 euro 10. Uh, the continental cows from 155 to 251 per kilo. Beef heifers, uh, price range here, 220 to 306 per kilo. In money terms, that's 1310 to 2050 per head. The Ford so ever from 215 to 299 per kilo, 850 to 1490 per head, with the lighter type from 190 to 317 per kilo, or from 580 to 1080 per head. So, a sizzling trade, 100% clearance. If you have cattle to sell, you know where to go to Kilkenny Mart next Thursday. Sheep trade, uh, the butcher lamb from uh, 148 to 169 per head, the uh, factory type from 130 to 148, and the store type from 88 to 114. Uh, cull use from 70 to 166 per head with a pedigree Suffolk sale also in lamb ewes uh, these are older ewes from 250 to 1200 euro per head in lamb pedigree shearing ewes 250 to 1900 euro per head and uh, ewe lambs from 550 to 1100 euro per head Monday of course our sheep sale kicking off at 10am with a dairy sale of uh, 40 head uh, 30 calf and 15 in calf that's at 12.30 on Monday Tuesday a weaning sale plus our cull cow sale uh, the cull cows and weanings kick off at 10.30 Cattle sale on Thursday will include 35 magnificent in-calf suckler cows. So it's busy times, Matt, uh, in the mart and busy times here tonight. <coughs> Absolutely. We're going straight to an ad break and we'll get an update on the auction straight after that. The Farm Show on KCLR with Matt O'Keefe. Brought to you by TierlawnFarmLife.com. Join the Kilkenny Agri-Machinery team. We're hiring a skilled service technician with three-plus years of workshop experience. Your role? To service a diverse range of machinery. If you're a self-starter with a clean driver's license, apply now. Apprentice service technician roles open too. Send your CV and cover letter to jobs at kilkennyagri.ie. Elevate your career with us. Is few green hor. Ma'chorn tu yedr de halaferna, ma'chud den hor for yishtanua. 
Dairy farmers, minerals play a really important role in ensuring a healthy dry cow and successful calving season. Gain Precaver Gold Precaver Mineral is formulated using the latest science. It contains bioavailable trace mineral pack from Alltech, including Bioplex and Cellplex Selenium, to assist the future growth, immunity, and potential longevity of the unborn calf. It also helps prevent milk fever and reduces the chances of retained placenta. For more information, contact your Gain business manager, local Tierlawn Farm Life branch, or visit Tierlawn Farm. Life.com. What could be nicer in winter than a warm, cosy fire like this? Well, how about a warm, cosy fire that's good for the environment, good for the country, and good for your pocket? Willow Warm Long Burning Briquettes are 100% carbon neutral, grown and made here in Ireland. Hey Dermot, throw on another Willow Warm for us on that fire. Sure, why not? Willow Warm, the brighter, cleaner, greener way to a cosy home this winter. See willowwarm.ie for stockists. Acres Chaos for Agri-Advisors. For more inside this week's Irish Farmers Journal, here's Paul Mooney. Deadline bottleneck could see farmers miss out on payments. Find out why there's a brighter outlook for all farm incomes in 2024. Suckler Farmer Fury over Beef Index changes. We reveal what milk prices are forecast for next year. From self-driving to hybrids, seven pages of the latest in tractor technology. And don't miss our 32-page Festive Food Magazine. All inside this week's Irish Farmers Journal. You cannot afford to miss it. The Farm Show on KCLR with Matt O'Keefe. Brought to you by TierlawnFarmLife.com And my patient panellists Jim Croke and uh, Matthew Mylan are in studio with us uh, still. A couple of other issues I want to, I, I want to highlight. Uh, Matthew, um, improvements in the priority areas for action. Positive news there. Yes, Matt. So I suppose... We have about four main priority areas in Kilkenny, I suppose, where the ASA program and, and Law Pro are working. Um, so like the Brega, as we, we touched on earlier, we, we have seen some improvements in the Brega. Um, the dining as well, uh, up around Ballyragget area, there has been improvements in, in, in the dining also. Uh, the douche, again, down around Greg Naman area, we've seen, we've seen improvements also here, and the Nuena up around Liz Downey. So in each, in each of the priority areas within, within County Kilkenny, we have seen some improvements. Jim, is that reflective of what the EPA numbers are suggesting? Yeah, actually, Matt, it is. The EPA are reporting that they're seeing uh, improvements within the priority area actions. So to be honest, that's really just translating to buy-in then from the, the community. And again, it, it should be referenced that... Um there is a differentiation between it's not just farmers let's put it that way it's not just uh, agricultural activities and pretty much with uh, a lot of scientific certainty you can identify uh, the the source you know whether it's agri or or, or uh, domestic or whatever yeah I suppose in the initial characterization of the PAAs um, the EPA will characterise it and characterise the pressures within it. And the first job of the catchment scientist is to get out on site after completing a death study, which is an amalgamation of the current known knowledge. Um, we get out on site and we look at the, the river, 
we do kick samples, we take chemistry samples. So the chemistry samples then is really the is the nut crunch of it. If you had a river with about five tributaries coming into it, you want to identify then which tributary is the, is the contributing factor uh, and then concentrate your focus on, area, on that area, Matt. Maybe I'm optimistic by nature, uh, but I, I, I think we're going in the right direction. We're starting at a good baseline, relatively speaking. I know there are issues with water quality, but we have a far higher quality than most uh, uh, countries across Europe. We're going in the right direction. Oh, I think we are. Absolutely. No more time for any more auction uh, reviews. Zero five six seven seven ninety six two two three. You can still get your bids in there. But for this week and until we have another farm auction next week, from me, Matt O'Keefe, farm well, farm safely. Good night and goodbye. The Farm Show on KCLR with Matt O'Keefe. Brought to you by TierlawnFarmLife.com.